0: have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. Today with me your host Bella Hilton and today I want to talk to you about something that is actually near and dear to my heart and that is how to navigate the total headfuck right of an unexplained fertility journey or really any fertility challenge for that matter but specifically about the challenges of unexplained because Well, you know, there is that unique thing about unexplained infertility that does make it harder on us and twists our brains into an ever more increasingly level of, you know, pretzel, right? Because our brain wants to continually seek out, but what is the reason? There must be a reason. What's that reason? You know, where's that magic pill, right? And we're always trying to seek that out and we delve into ever more, kind of distant and dark places on the internet, right? Making it sound sinister, but, you know, just begging for answers, but driving ourselves crazy at the same time. I mean, do you ever find yourself on Google and in some random forum and are like, how the fuck did I get here? (laughs) Right? I did that many a time. And if you've been trying for, you know, over a year or several years, and you go to the doctor and get all the checkups and blood tests, what do most people want to happen in that moment, right? They literally want something to be wrong. You know, I get this all the time where people are like, well, nothing's wrong, which is great, but you know, if something was wrong, then I'd have some easy course of action where I could just overcome it, right? Because we want it to be an easy fix, right? And that's why it you know, it hasn't been working and then we can go on to fixing the problem and then this is all going to work out and my frustrations are over and I wish I'd known this sooner and now I can just get back to my life. Hooray! You know, that's how we kind of want it to be. When I first started my trying to conceive adventure back when I was only 27 years old, like many moons ago now, I had a very regular cycle, right? And I started trying to conceive and Well, my very regular cycle disappeared because I discovered later on, right, through my own deductions that my body was really sensitive to any kind of weight loss. And I'd lost like about 11 pounds in a bid to be healthier before I started trying to conceive. Ironic, right? Everyone's always told to lose weight. And this was the one thing working against me. But at the same time, but at that time, I should say, I missed my period and I didn't know why. And then I went to the doctor looking for answers and she was insensitive and rude and just thought I must have been pregnant without me realizing it. Like seriously, like I didn't know, like I didn't check. And then I went off to the endocrinologist who, despite my period not coming back yet, um, could discover nothing wrong with me based on my blood work levels. Like they're all fine. She goes, I don't know. And then like by that time I'd had enough time to sit and think through it and I told her my theory for why I thought I'd lost my period and she agreed with me and, you know, then nothing more was done. Then my period came back and my luteal phase slowly built back up, which took like six months, I think, for it to be an appropriate length again for actually trying. And so I guess for me, I still had some hope at that stage that this would actually happen naturally, that it was just a matter of time before my body was back to being regular and I'd conceive my baby Right, still young, still nothing happening. And that went on for years. Every test all fine. Every method I tried, it just didn't work. Acupuncture and Chinese herbs and naturopaths, always nothing wrong and nothing worked. And then through the fertility clinics, all the tests and procedures, right, nothing wrong. Never anything anybody could work with or find out about that would help me to conceive. It was frustrating and infuriating and quite honestly, there were many times i resented the doctors for when they couldn't give me answers. Like, didn't you study for years to charge people thousands of dollars to actually give them the answers, right? Why do you not ever seem to know what you're doing or be open to trying something completely out of the box if it doesn't work, right? These were all the thoughts I had going through my head sometimes. And I was often met with a lot of shutdown and a lot of stainless steel theories, I like to call them, and a lot of black and white approaches that honestly just doesn't sit well with me all the time when they would openly admit also that there was so much gray area with fertility, so much they didn't know about reproduction still. Anyway, I don't want to crap on doctors or IVF or anything like that because I actually welcome these things. Um, this Western medicine because it gives so many more women the opportunity to be mothers when nothing else has worked for them or will work for them and it gave me the opportunity to be a mother too like I actually think IVF is is amazing it's just when it came down to it I was trying to navigate my diagnosis um, and I was like they all also navigated my diagnosis with ever more physical things, taking my temperature, taking herbs, standing on my head, you know, doing IVF, no, it can only work this way. Right. And in the process, my inner soul was being destroyed. Right. I had no faith in my body and I felt totally disconnected from myself and my body. And even the idea of being a mother after so long, it felt so distant and remote and removed from me. Like it was something that happened to other people but not to me. Like there was an invisible force field around my body that stopped, you know, anything from actually happening. And it drove me nuts for years because when you start trying to conceive, right, it becomes such a daily thing. So living like that for years with these constant thoughts of how to get pregnant really started to make me question a lot of things in my life. I can only imagine this is something of how you feel too because we start to sink into what did I do wrong? Why can't this happen to me? Am I being punished, right? I want that movie fairy tale where I, where I just feel a bit sick one day and then boom, I'm taking a test and thinking of the cute way I'm going to tell my husband and my family, right? So how do you handle this incredible headfuck of nothing ever being wrong, but then also nothing happening and really it comes down to a very delicate balance of continuing, continuing along the physical path, right? Because that's important. If you don't have sex, you can't get pregnant. If you Maybe if you don't do IVF, you're not going to get pregnant. You need the physical stuff. But also blending it with the being part of life. We forget about who we are outside of these fertility challenges that we need to give ourselves balance and focus on a different part of our life sometimes, because if we're just focused on fertility, that's all our life will be. It's the only way we can experience it. You need to still keep investigating and trying new things, right? You don't want to keep trying the same thing like nine completely identical IVF cycles, you know, because that is the definition of insanity, And I think we owe that to ourselves too, to keep trying to do things, but we don't have to try everything, right? I will stress that. Please do not try everything. There are so many approaches out there that, um, that's not the right way to go. We need to feel into it, use our intuition and feel what, what feels right for us. Okay. Because if we just try everything, it's a you know, spray and pray approach. It's like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks, right? Rather than feeling into what actually feels good for us. Look, the reason I do what I do is because I saw so many women suffering in those fertility clinics and I saw that no one was really helping these women because if they were really helping these women, They'd also be helping them with their mental and emotional state and giving them the tools and support they needed to get through this. And some clinics might do this, but most don't. Not to the level that needs to happen. And I know right now, like with my clients going through Um, my fertility shift program like I've got people at very different levels but I'm really having those kind of people that are committed to the course who are starting to stand out for me who are having that transformation who are sitting there going Well, I went to a baby shower on the weekend and I decided to try a different focus and just connect with people and I actually had a really great time and it wasn't about like this baby shower, it was about me connecting with my friends and it was totally different and that was so amazing. And, you know, other people who are like, I'm feeling really great right now, you know, and I love this because that's what the power can be even going through an IVF cycle of doing some of this mind, body, this mental and emotional work. It's like stats and studies are all that matter sometimes when you're in those fertility clinics, but not the person in front of you. And they need to be emotionally and mentally and spiritually healthy too, which is just so important. How can a body be truly healthy if we're living in toxic wastelands of mental thoughts and emotions right i you know i don't that doesn't even make sense to me that level of anxiety and stress can wreak havoc on the body so how do we blend the pursuit of trying to conceive with actually being more calm and surrendering i know for me it came down to a want to feel better for myself and i'm sure i've said this before but it really came down to that decision like i could no longer go go on that way you know, but I also looked at how would I be a good mother if I was not great at living, right? Life skills. Life throws us challenges all the time. And I'm living proof of that and some really big doozies. And like I'm 10 years into my relationship with my husband. Um, I've been married for seven and there has not been much quiet time in our relationship of life not throwing us some kind of challenge or a curveball, right? Um, it'd be great if that settled down a bit, (laughs) but we're stronger than ever, right? Because we're doing this life together because we know how to deal with that stuff. I needed to learn, you know, through my fertility journey to, to believe that my life was more than just a baby. I needed to have that focus to expand my perspective and my horizons That I had so much more to offer the world than me just being a baby vessel, right? That my life couldn't look amazing without a baby in it. Because it, well, much of my life hadn't looked great up until that point, but then so much of it had too, right? That there was so much more, right, that I could experience in life, um, as well as immense joy, right, without a baby, A baby wasn't the only thing that could do that, right? And so I sought out that balance in my life to get back that joy that I had lost, to be able to experience the fun side of life. There's so much that life has to offer, right? And I really embrace that. Now, the desire for that baby definitely stayed strong, right? I'm not uh, a robot, I'm human. I still had that desire, but I just wasn't gonna let it rule my life. But if we're truly to navigate this path, right, we need to pursue the physical, because there are some doctors that will not look further and others who do, right? So we need to have that commitment to ourselves, but in a way that's not obsessive. In in a in a way that we're not you know, reading five books and one once and listening to 27 different podcasts and overwhelming ourselves because there are so many different approaches out there. We need to lean into what feels right for us. Okay. And pursue that because when when it feels right, you won't have regrets. Okay. But with anything, it is about leaning more into your intuition, leaning more into trusting your body, trusting yourself, building a life you're proud of, connecting more in with who you are and connecting more in with nurturing yourself. Instead of getting angry about the gray, I lent into the gray. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because at times we need ourselves to be nice to ourselves the most and we usually forget ourselves the most. So I took steps to not forget myself and lean into the gray. So take the steps you need to take on the physical side, absolutely. But lean into your intuition. Does this feel like the right thing for me? And do those things by all means and then lean into yourself and the rest of your life as well. And if you don't like what you find, then seek to change that. Stop focusing so much on the fertility journey and seek to change the things in your life that are working for you, because that will be huge. That will actually have a domino effect to your mind, to your body and to your fertility journey. I'm not kidding about that. If you don't like your life, change it. If you don't like your job, change it. If you don't like who you have become, change it. We have so much power to do that, but we need to decide that we want it first. We need to get comfortable with a little bit more uncertainty by embracing possibility. Right. I was having a laugh to myself about um, this podcast as I was you know, thinking about what I would talk about because we actually spend so much time trying to force the black and white, the physical, the actions and hoping for the gray to happen. Right. What does that mean? Hoping for the miracle to happen for me when I was leaning into it, I lent more into that, into the space into my day instead of being so busy and that also looked like building friendships and cultivating those and having deep meaning in my life date nights with my husband so I could you know have total fun because we used to do crazy things together um not so much more uh, not so much at the moment I was going to say with um all the lockdowns we've had recently and things like that but you know um date nights are still really important to us Meditating was something that I started to lean into a little bit. Questioning my career and was this the right um, path for me? And it was pretty obvious that no, it wasn't. Saying yes more to fun things and no more to things I didn't want to do. It meant finding the good in most situations instead of filtering in all the negative. Like look at the light in that person's eyes when they're asking me about if I'm going to have a baby Want to be happy for me? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that a beautiful human? Rather than, you know, reading into it of like, why do people always ask me that question and, you know, highlight my pain? And I just got way more grateful with what I did have and just realizing that I was worth it no matter what happened. I stopped trying to force the black and white and I lent into the in between, I lent into the gray. I stopped being afraid of it. Um, This is where the magic happens. That's where possibility starts opening up. If we're trying to force ourselves into the black and white, we cut possibility off. And I know many of you are suffering right now, but that's a perfect place to start. We run away from our emotions too, instead of leaning into them. We run away from our thoughts instead of dealing with them sometimes answering the question the biggest scariest question is a great way to lean into the gray and because if we don't we won't get to the other side so if you want more incredible insights which i know i give all the time hang out with me on insta Ladies at studio fertility or get yourself on my wait list for my signature course, which is actually really amazing. People are having amazing breakthroughs for themselves. And um, you can go on to that at Studio Fertility slash shift. And you'll also get notified of when the doors open again and you'll get exclusive bonuses and discounts if you are on that list. So that's just a little tip for you. And I'll see you next time on the podcast thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the studio fertility podcast remember if you like this podcast go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops and you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast and of course if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast make sure you share it with them and pay it forward we are all in this together make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis, and visualization, how to use each one, and how they benefit you, and of course, some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day, you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis, or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.